Hi, you're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our platforms. There's that young man there is Rick Levy in San Diego. <laughs> I forgot to introduce you last time, Rick. I'm sorry. No, they know who I am. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm no one important. You're the guy. You're the guy with the tequila aficionado merchandise. I just and sit here I'm, and drink. <laughs> and I'm Mike Morales. I'm here in San Antonio. And uh, again, Rick, I'm really very, very excited. We we have a full line of the Onilican or Onilican. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I don't. I. This, you know, my take was Onilican. Onilikan. Yeah, we're in it, and it actually is, uh, I guess it's... <laughs> to a, which I want to say konnichiwa. But. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a, 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 several of these new mezcals and some tequilas now are venturing into to the Huichol Indians and, and the native, the, the, the indigenous people of the certain areas. This particular, this particular uh, brand is based in Mazatlan, and um, they have their own distillery. They've been distilling since 2011. This this one is the considered an aguardiente de um, it's an aguardiente de agave. It's a spirit. It's, it's an agave spirit. I now remember nowadays agave spirits are becoming more and more acceptable in on the market. But uh, when these folks started distilling. There, there was only one other designation at the time. If you weren't mezcal and you weren't tequila and you were outside the denominational origin and you were using blue agave, which is what, what it says so on the label, then you were considered uh, in, in Spanish an aguardiente, which translates to fire water. Uh, but I would call this an agave spirit. Now, again, um, with the way things are going in, in both tequila and mezcal, uh, I think this is... This they, they this could be on the cutting edge now. Um, it's it's an award winner. Uh, it's a gold medal winner, I think, at the uh, in 2012 at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Uh, but I, I think faded. Maybe you can pick it up. Yep, it's there. <laughs> it's produced and bottled uh, Playa Gaviotas in uh, Mazatlan, Sinaloa, Mexico. These folks have their own distillery. It's a micro distillery. Check them out on YouTube. I'm telling you, there's like four or five videos, very instructional, rather short. They'll show you the, the still. They'll talk to you about the heritage, uh, how, how it, it's a it's a European-style uh, still. Um, it's kind of like a small column still that you see like on, on, on micro distillers here in the States. Um, but it's very clean, very different. And apparently you do a bang-up um, business for the turistas. And I found out that they are Canadian, so <laughs> they're not European, but they are. But they have brought the, you know, they they brought European technology to Mazatlan. We haven't and, found any maple syrup in it yet. No, no, we haven't. But I, <laughs> judging from the Mexican gin that we had, holy cow! The gin was beautiful. Well, we were talking off camera uh, how how. Um, your only go-to gin was one of those, one of the more, uh, one of the more high-end gins, and um, and now this this may be your go-to if you could find it. Uh, I'm hoping this is imported. This was given. Uh, the samples were were given to us by Creo Commercium in in Arizona in Phoenix, and a gentleman who 
um, uh, runs that importation company and distributor. His name is Enrique Ramos. We featured him on our Wild Wild West tour last year. Um, he had these bottles. He, he, it's a tough sell. It, back when he started, it was a very tough sell because there was no way for anyone to say, well, is it a tequila? Is it a mezcal? You know, there's still that, there's still that stigma attached to, to an agave spirit, but, but that's, that's quickly dying. Okay. Because the quality of agave spirits now, uh, I think are much more comparable and much more acceptable, uh, on the market. So, yeah. And you know, there's all kinds of people now who are looking for the next thing beyond tequila. They're uh, looking beyond Jalisco now and they want to find the next, the next, uh, Mexican craft spirit. We're, we're, we're in an agave shortage in the tequila industry. We, we are on, in uncertain times in the mezcal industry right now. Uh, there's a lot of upheaval going on there. And, um, you know, in the meantime, we as aficionados don't want to suffer because there's, you know, tequila is going to be too high. There's not enough agave to go around to make a mezcal. But yet there are other states where the, they grow agave. They're outside of any denomination of origin, or you know, and, and if they've had any kind of pedigree or history in in making a spirit in a certain way, they should be recognized. And I think, I think now is the time to be become more and more accepted. They, these guys were probably just ahead of their time, is what I'm thinking. But I, I want to. I can't wait to try this. One. This one is a. Yeah. It says on the label at that time, according to Mexican law, it had to be called Aguardiente. So we're breaking the seal. Breaking the seal. Breaking the seal. You can see frosted bottle. Very, very elegant. Very, very nice look to it. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Um, okay. I, I am going to try my Stasso Jarrito for tequila. Yeah. Same here. Stasso okay. Jarrito. Can you see the little agave on the bottom? Maybe not. Where? There. <laughs> There's oh, a little agave etched on the bottom. Oh, my God. All you can see is my face. My head's in the way. No, I see it. There it is. There it is. Where did you get? Oh, you ordered those, didn't you? you so this is uh, this is from the, the well, probably the first official production run. Yeah. That's uh, the handmade run. And uh, they're still working on the machined version that I guess uh, will be hopefully coming out later in the year. I, I hope so. I uh, I really Rick and I have have experimented extensively with the the prototypes uh, of these glasses, and I think that they should become the the accepted glassware for agave spirits. And it is historically and archaeologically um, more uh, more accurate. Um, a lot of the agave, the tequila agave cognoscente have, have agreed with us, have ordered their own glasses. And if you want to order yours, you can. You can get a hold of Chisholm Trail Craft Glasses, and um, they have them on, on order right now. And, and, and once, as you said, once these are mass, you know, mass yeah. made, You'll be able to get them everywhere. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure Romeo Ristoff has them on his website yet. Chisholm Trail Crafts glasses. He's, he's working on it. You know, it's like get a snag an email address off that website and hit them yeah. up because <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of distributors that are picking these up right now. This first production run for promotional stuff. 
Yeah, but you want to have you want a set of these glasses for yourself. One has a, a much taller chimney, very reminiscent of of the of the of the Glencairn, yeah. and we tend and to it's use got a tequila. it's got a large flat bowl which allows for the accumulation of a lot of aromas through the exposure of a lot of surface area. Right. And you really get a nice bloom off the top, whereas with the uh, with the Riedel, you often have to shove your nose in there and dig around for it. But well, with this, there's a whole area you can explore. We've discovered that we don't need a whole lot to sample as well. This glass is so efficient that, that you know, with a Riedel, we had to fill it up a little much higher to yeah. be able to dig your nose in it. And this one is, well... You can watch a lot of our videos where we play. Just pick one with Rick and me and, and, and myself and, and some of the other uh, TJs will be getting. All, all the TJs will be receiving these shortly from, from us. And so from now on, every video will have will be will be using the Stasel Jarritos until until the official, further notice. The official <laughs> tool. The official tool. You know, <laughs> the official tool. I used to be the official tool. Yeah. All right, you made that joke. Okay. I didn't. I am the official tool. <laughs> oh my! So goodness. I feel like I'm actually picking up the same agave that I was picking up in the gin. I think so too. It's it's a it's like a it's a greener agave. That's right. More like what we would might classify as like a Lowen's. Yes. Now. Yeah, and it and it is it's much more prevalent in this one because of course this is a. Uh, an aguardiente of, of blue agave. So it's made with blue agave outside the denomination of origin in Mazatlan, in Sinaloa, actually. Now, we've had another another agave spirit that is made in, in Sinaloa, uh, Los Osuna. And Los Osuna also uses blue agave, but they have a different process uh, than these folks do. And um, if you bear with me, I'm going to plug in my my computer here. Um, the, uh, <laughs> sorry, I know it gets a little. There we go. Um, so what happens is they uh, the process is different, but the agave is the same. And one is more akin to tequila. This one is not. This was a lot wilder. This is this is really different. This, the nose on this one. And it's and it's almost it's almost fruity. Well, and you said the uh, area where these agaves would be grown are also known for their mangoes. Yes. So if there's a lot of sweet tropical fruit being grown around. Now, the one thing I, I, I don't know, I don't know anything. Uh, again, there was very minimal information. There's hardly anything that of, of value to someone uh, on the neck tag. Um, and on the videos, it's more about the distillation and how proud they are of their process and the store. So there's not a whole lot about how they ferment. And there's not a whole lot of demonstration of how the still works. Uh, it, it's a it's an unusual looking still, so so check it out. It is is really small batch, but it's more uh, more akin to a, a a small column still that I've seen in in micro distillers here in in, in Texas or in Austin. Um, 
So I, I'm not sure hmm. how they're fermenting. I don't know if it's open air. Uh, I don't know if it's the stainless steel. That's uh, I would imagine. I would imagine it's everything is stainless steel instead of wood. You know, it, it, it's not. Um, I just don't see the wooden vat fermentation. You know, mm -hmm. but um, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. There's there's no information for us there. I'm getting a, a more alcohol down at the, at the bottom, but not mm. enough. Not enough to make a, a. Well, it doesn't smell like they're rushing it. I'm not picking up anything that, you know, smells rushed or. Yeah, there's no defects. there's no yeast. There's no you know there's no yeasty smell in it. It's all it's all plant and 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 whatever, like you said, whatever whatever fruit is in is where the plants are growing, and if that area. Like I say, they, they emphasize the mango, and, and later on in, in, the, in these reviews, you'll see us go into their mango liqueur and uh, aguardiente de ma of mango as well. So it'll be interesting to see what the what what the combination of agave and mango actually is like. This, I'm gonna go in. All right. I, I, mm. Oh wow. Oh my goodness! I got I got licorice, I got anise, I got mint at the beginning. Yeah. Citrus on the tail end. Yeah, and it's like I got some I got some really neat retro nasal stuff right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. Uh, I was gonna say. You know, on my first sip, I was thinking, oh, this feels like it's entering kind of thin. But then as everything was, you know, opening up on the palate, it uh, actually had, you know, a nicer, almost more oily feel to it. There's 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 pepper. There's almost like a jalapeno mm -hmm. pepper or like a black pepper. It's 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 spicy on 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 the end, you know, at, at the uh, after it's gone. You know how we look for... Yeah, for it's almost... You, you say jalapeno pepper. Um, I almost think of like, a, you know, almost like a, a nacho sliced pepper because I'm getting a little bit of a tang. Yeah, yeah, but but it's weird. You know how we look for, for lip numbness when you hold, a, you hold it between your gum and all that? Mm -hmm. Well, after I swallowed, it's like all of a sudden, it's like, you know, it's like a good salsa made with habaneros. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's an increasing heat. You keep going back for more, and you're going back for more, and you're going back for more, and then you got to push away because then you know it starts to light up your your palate. You start you failing at coming through your pores. Yeah, that's what it's mm. like. That's that's really interesting. There's there's this really distinctive pepper on the palate, not on the nose. Yeah, I don't know. I would probably classify it more as like a black pepper, though. Black pepper. Well, you know. The, the the translation for for aguardiente is 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 fire water, so I'd imagine that 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 was on purpose. You know, it's a it it's a kin. It, it's got that blue agave, but but it's got that 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 fire water kind of finish to it. And it's not no again. It's not offensive. I, I know that the words may the the word may be very um, forceful. You know the way the description. But it's not 
not offensive. It's not a. It's not anything that we haven't had in a, in, a, in several tequilas at one at one point or a mezcal. You know the the pepper. It's just more pronounced than I've ever tasted it before, and I think that has to do with the distillation process. I really do. I, I think that the column distillation, at least that's what I I think I saw hmm. in that in those videos, um, allows for that kind of um, aftertaste. It's interesting because I'm usually turned off by anything that uh, that's produced from a column still. You know, it's like even before I know it, I'm usually just like, ooh, what's going on there? And uh, then I find out it was, you know, column distillation. Well, but we don't, you know, again, I'm not getting that here. This is, uh, I, I know, I know some tequilas that are, that are a combination of column still and pot still. One yeah. One of my favorite tequilas is Lapis tequila, oh. and and that's that's how they make it. It's a combination of column still and pot still, and it's got and it gives it that almost like a funky aftertaste that I really dig. Yeah, well, I think Cimarron is made that way as well. Oh, probably so, probably so. Um, again, I'm I'm, you know, I've I've, I've never had Aguardiente. Um, not Mexican aguardiente. I, I think I, you know, in different Latin American countries, aguardiente is is called something else. Like in 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 Costa Rica, it's not called aguardiente. It's called um, uh, guaro, and uh, or 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 cacique. I think it depends. You know, and those are but those are made from sugar cane. You know, they're made from sugar or molasses. So it's a it's a little it's a little harsher. I love this nose, man. There, there's a goddamn right there. It's unmistakable. It's a lot of fun. And, yeah. you know, it's like when I dig down in the center, I'm almost like picking up on, you know, you were saying it's uh, almost fruity. And I was picking up on things that I might pull out of almost like a Highlands tequila. Right. right. But then, you know, off the top, we got, you know, this kind of greenness that uh, had us thinking, you know, more in line with low ones, but it's, so it's this really neat thing to explore. There, there's a lot of complexity. You wouldn't think to look at it because it's, you know, people, you, you would, a lot of people mistake, mistake aged spirits for their complexity. You know, they, they talk about it and then we have too, we're guilty of it, but there's a lot of complexity in, in an unaged spirit when, when it's, when it's done like this or, or, you know, we've had some wonderful tequilas and mezcals that are just layer upon layer upon layer. And, we, and we're, after a while, you just give up because there's so yeah. much stuff going on. But immediately I got I got I got mint. Then I then it turned into anise. Then it turned into licorice. And and then I got the black pepper explosion. It's like, wow, man, yeah. what is stop? And I'm getting, I'm getting this tanginess under my tongue that I'm really enjoying. And uh, I like the pepper. You know, it's, uh, it's a really great sensation. Um, I would say, you know, it's more of the sensation than the heat of pepper. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a, it's numbness with pepper. It's almost like, it's almost like you've been, you've been cutting up jalapenos or, or or a uh, green chili and and you you mistakenly touch your lips to it or something you know they tell you not to not not to touch your eyes but you know you if you do this with your lips and it's like it's like a burn 
you know, but it's a nice pepper. It's like an oily. It's a, it's a, it's like a caps, capsian. Is that capsaicin? Capsaicin. Yeah. It, that's what it's like. It's like a, it's like a pepper, like an oil. Yeah, I can see that. Wow, man. This stuff is amazing. Holy cow. Yeah, this is a really fun sipper. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cocktail. Would would we? What kind of cocktail would you even? Oh, I'd be I hard don't know. By the way, I should probably tell you this is just a what is it, an eighty proof? This port, is just... port neat with a uh, with a a slice a, of mango, a slice of jalapeno thrown in there. <laughs> well, you know there there are there are variations of the martini where they throw the, the jalapeno in there, yeah. right? This is a, a, it's a 750 milliliter, 40, 40, 40 ABV, 80 proof. And I'm like dumbfounded, man, because we know they're making it out of blue agave. We know that. Um, I, I don't know what, again, we don't know what the process is. We don't know. If, I'm assuming it's shredder. But you know what happens when you assume, right? Yeah. But they've been doing this since 2011. And, and in 2012, they won a gold medal for this, uh, which which is a category. Aguardiente is a category. It doesn't necessarily have to come from Mexico. So I don't know. Throw a twist of lime zest and a slice of jalapeno in there and call it done. But at the bottom, <laughs> at the bottom, I'm getting I'm getting a, a mango. I'm getting fruit. Yeah. I'm getting a something. I don't personally. I wouldn't throw a slice of mango in there just because <laughs> I find mango too sweet. Okay, all right. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I would much rather try to accentuate the uh, the pepper and the tanginess and uh, maybe even the citrus. But I think if you were to put any other citrus in here, it would overpower the interesting things that are going on in here. Yeah, um, it, it's. It would it's 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 very baffling on how you would you you know it would take a uh, it would take a mixologist to really play around with this you really you know guys who who have been uh, infusing their own tequilas and mezcals or, or booze in general for a long time forget it they've done it for you right here yeah this is your challenge you accept <laughs> it you choose to accept it because. Yeah. Pour it in a martini glass with a couple dashes of your homemade bitters or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, wow, man. Because this, I love at the beginning. I, I, I do. I love the, the herbal, the, the mint that turns into, into anise, it turns into licorice. It's, it's like this yeah. spectrum that just, just happens. That's you know? right. It goes through that, that spectrum. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey, brand of promise in the Aguardiente, Blue Agave Aguardiente category, man. This is amazing. This is the Onilican. If you're, if you're in Mazatlan, if you're watching us and, and you're on vacation, um, stop at their store. Pick one of these up. You will not be sorry. And pick some of the gin up too, will you? Because, man, that's some amazing yeah. stuff. That, wow. Uh, congratulations to these guys. I think now this is... This is really, there's a moment in time where, where agave spirits in general are going to become more and more acceptable, whatever you want to call it, inside or outside the denomination of origin. And um, who knows, it may not even need the Aguardiente uh, uh, descriptor there. Uh, I, I know at the time it did. So 
Hey, and you might even find these in Arizona. Thanks again to Creo Comercium and Enrique Ramos for for giving us these samples. This this stuff is amazing. It's that's amazing great. stuff. You really need to try it. I'm Mike Morales. That's our take on Onilikin. I'm here in San Antonio. That young man is Rick Levy in San Diego. You've been watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media. Get yourself a purple T-shirt. Be like Rick. <laughs> Any color Don't you like want. Mike. Don't be like Mike. Be like Rick. <laughs> and get purple or, you know, pink or whatever. Um, but whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. I'm Mike Morales. I'm CEO of Tequila Aficionado Media. And I just wanted to thank you for watching Sipping Off the Cuff. We love doing these reviews for you. Now, if you're an Agave Spirits brand owner and you're watching this, there are three things that I'd like to talk to you about. Number one, if you'd like us to review your Agave Spirit on Sipping Off the Cuff, just send me an email, mike at tequilaaficionado.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I promise you'll get an honest review. Number two, if your brand has been nominated, past or present, as a brand of promise, we can help you promote your brand effectively and affordably over on the Tequila PR side of things. Just email me, mike at tequilapr.com. And number three, if your brand has ever been a Brand of Promise nominee or a winner, you automatically qualify with us or to go with us on our next promotional tequila tour. So shoot me an email tours at tequilaaficionado.com and I'll send you all the details on our upcoming tequila tour. That's it. Thanks again for watching. Sip wisely.